Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 147 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And as always, I am your other host, Andy. And as he said, welcome back to another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. And we are doing something very good this week, which I'm very pleased about. (laughs) So excited. I'm so glad we did the three men who went to the hospital last week. Yeah, so we can just kind of get right into this, but we're a bit laxer this week than last week. So let's kind of ease our way into it. How how are you, Jack? I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. I have been playing... Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers a lot because it's early access for pre-ordering, having a great time, just relaxing in a in a in a real weird spot in that game because the Shadowbringer story is really cool. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of uh, there's like alternate dimension stuff happening. It's kind of like a uh, a restructuring of the game. There's it's. It's a really good spot to just jump in if you don't really want to fuck around with the uh, the old content. If you didn't play Stormblood like I did, you just buy that booster and scoot right in. Nice. Yeah, and it's uh, it's good. Game still looks fantastic. I can't believe they can put this on the PS4. And yeah. Have it work. At 60 FPS, no less. Can you imagine, like, the game got better graphically after they dumped PS3. Can you imagine what will happen when they dump PS4? Oh my god. I don't even want to know what that game played like on PS3. I don't even want to Apparently know. it played really well. It did? It just kind of looked like shit. Man, well the PS3 is just such a piece of shit. I don't even know. I don't know how anything ran on that thing. Any game, that, <laughs> Something... any game that came out on the PS3 is a fucking, and ran reasonably well, is a fucking miracle. There were a lot of games that looked good for it. Like that. that was no, no, no. I'm not. Part. I'm not saying there there wasn't. It's just that it's like I, I can't. A miracle that it happened. Yeah, some games that I play that that even just hold 30 FPS. I'm like, wow, can't believe they pulled this off. <laughs> <laughs> and there were some games that ran at 60 on that thing. So like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I definitely helped that 720p was still the standard at the time. So, oh god, well, how did we live? <laughs> it's like banging two rocks together. Hey, I mean, the launch 360 model only came with composite cables. <laughs> Again, banging rocks together yeah. to make a spark. <laughs> it didn't even have an HDMI port. <laughs> oh, fucking launch 360. Jesus Christ. Wait, really? Yeah, no, your only option was composite or component. Because component was still the uh, Xbox 360 launch was before HDMI was the standard. So HD video was output through component cables at the time. Everything wow. was still analog. Wow. Yeah. That's why times. last console generation was a real weird middle period. Like, the transition to HD isn't as smooth as it might seem today. The, the transition to HD was really rough because I remember... I had the 360, but didn't have an HD TV, so I was playing some games, and they were optimized for HD. But when you play them on when you played them on a CRT, the every all the text looked way too small. And I like, played Dead Rising too. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, yes, so, yeah, Dead Rising, yeah. But it, it wasn't just Dead Rising; it was other games had that problem too. No, that was that was just the one that was most egregious for whatever reason. Cause yeah, the text was unreadable. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're talking about it over a decade later. 
I mean, I played, a, sh I played a shitload of Call of Duty 2 at the time, because that was really the only game worth playing on 360. 360 had a shit launch. <laughs> I had, what, I had, you didn't like cameo elements of power? I never played cameo elements of power. Or, I did have Perfect Dark Zero, and I, I hated it. Because even back then, as a dumb idiot kid, playing Call of Duty 2, which I still say is an amazing game, and then playing Perfect Dark Zero, you can feel how much worse Perfect Dark played than Call of Duty. <laughs> Dead Rising 1 came out 13 years ago. Damn. It's you weird, because it's like Frank West is like such an institution as a Capcom character now, but it doesn't feel like he's been around that long. But he's been he, around for a while. Yeah. Like, He's almost like Phoenix Wright levels of uh, age, right? Just about. You want to guess how many Dead Rising games there have been, including, like, digital only? I don't know, because the only Dead Rising games I've ever played are the first one and the Frank West expansion pack. Like, the standalone expansion for the second one. Sixteen. Excuse me? <laughs> They're the main series and then the spin-off games. Or and the the remakes and the re-release compi compilations and Oh my god. There are movies. <laughs> oh and my the, god. And Wikipedia did the fun thing where they have the Metacritic scores for every every one of them next to the game. And okay, so Dead Rising, pretty good. Dead Rising 2, pretty good. Dead Rising 3, fine. Dead Rising 4, which I forgot was a game. Not so good, guys. And Dead Rising Three, that was the Expo and launch title one, right? And it like took itself way like way too seriously compared to the other ones. Yeah, Dead Rising Two was the one uh, with like the stuntman and his daughter. Yeah, right? yeah like yeah, that yeah. one still looked compelling. I just, like I said, I did not know there was a Dead Rising Four. I honestly like. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I actually really don't like Dead Rising very much. I think it kind of controls like ass and. The, the the central loop isn't very satisfying. I don't know. I think it's a fun toy. Yeah. I think, I think it works as something to dip into for a little bit and kind of, like, mess around in. I really wanted um, to like it. I remember sure. really wanting to like it, but it just was didn't did not do anything for me. Anything, like, I can understand how the time loop that that thing has is... Like interesting and compelling um, for a certain person, but yeah. I just I hate working against the time limit and that sort of thing. And Unless it's Majora's Mask, because Nintendo is crazy and can make that compelling for pretty much sure. anybody. I but don't know how they pulled that off. <laughs> all of these Dead Rising three spinoff games like barely break fifty on Metacritic. Oh God! There's four of these things. So five. Whatever super what was that? ultra. They had Frank's big package or whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, well, there's one called Dead Rising Four: Frank Rising that got a 47. Oh god. I don't. And also Super Ultra Dead Rising Three Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus Alpha. I remember that thing. Oh, four player co-op. That actually is probably pretty fun. But we're digressing into Dead Rising. Oh yeah. We, okay. We so point point being. Jack's playing Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers liking it a lot. I am also playing Final Fantasy XIV, but I did not have Shadowbringers yet because I did not pre-order it. But that's fine. 
That's fine. <laughs> well, I actually I went to the fucking the the like account website and I was gonna buy it, but they don't give you the option to buy it. Oh, on the on Mock Station? No, yeah. you have to uh, pre-order it on Amazon. They send you a code and then you put the code in on Mock Station. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not really in a rush. It's fine. It comes out tomorrow, I think. So, I'm I'm not yeah. super worried about it. No, but... and unless you bought a booster, you're not going to be playing that game for at least a year. <laughs> yeah, I, I really just want the like uh, quality of life improvements and things like that. The story, the story sure. will be there when I get to it. I'm not that worried about it because uh, yeah, I did okay. actually Eventually. start doing some of the the Heaven Sword uh, story quests finally after all oh, this yeah? time. Oh Those... yeah, yeah. At least I assume it is, because it doesn't really tell you, but Uh, I started, like, a whole new story arc, so I'm assuming that that's the Heaven Sword stuff. With the dragon people and stuff? Well, I just got to the part where there are, like, these fish guys that want to summon Leviathan, and then there's, like, the white-robed guy that, like, appears, but nobody can see him, except for you. Oh, okay, so it's still... Because there is a Realm Reborn ends at, like, patch... 2.4 2.4 or something and then there's like interstitial story until heaven's word heaven's ward happens at 3.0 so uh-huh. you're probably in, in that oh i see maybe it'll actually yeah. tell me when i start that part of the story i don't know yeah you'll see are the expansion stories long uh yes okay they, that's fine. like they they are fully featured rpg length okay which is cool yeah no, like so, you, get, uh, yeah. you get a lot of content for your $40. Yeah. But uh, other than Final Fantasy, I did, uh, in between the last episode and this one, play all of oh, One yeah. Day in Virtual the Night <laughs> to near Crazy, 100% man. completion. And let me tell you something about Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Game is fucking amazing. If you have any appreciation... For the way Iga develops games, so like Symphony of Night, it's like cryptic as shit, really weird and kind of funny, just very, just a whole lot of non sequiturs mixed with some like very, uh, like kitschy, like gothic horror stuff. Like, this is exactly what they said it was gonna be. So, like, to even finish the game properly, you need to do this whole long string of unexplained extremely specific tasks and when i got to that part of the game i was like oh my god this is legit this is this is this is legit so yeah uh a gold star recommendation do not buy the switch version i kickstarted the switch version it unfortunately it's fucking garbage so i plays just, like ass yeah plays like ass but uh, I, li- I like having switch carts so i'm not going to complain that much but i double dipped on the ps4 version and it plays beautifully so get it on PS4, okay. PC, or Xbone if you're one of the if you're one of Xbox. those people. <laughs> one yeah, of those sites, yeah. But no, uh, all jokes aside, Bloodstained is great. Don't miss out on it if you like any kind of Metroidvania games because there's been a lot of Metroidvania games since Symphony of the Night happened, but mm-hmm. none of them feel as pure as this one does because they're always like. They're you know they're always like those indie games they got some kind of gimmick or something like that but this one just feels like pure running through a maze cryptic bullshit grinding for <laughs> item drops like all kinds of outdated bullshit that I love so it's exactly the kind of game that people asked for and that people got and yep. that he made 
And Which is the same thing would happen with ukulele, so I'm still confused about the response to that game. That doesn't Because I feel like the Banjo-Kazooie games have not aged the same way that Symphony of the Night has, and that people people's memories of Banjo-Kazooie are probably better than the actual playing of that game. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I beat Banjo Kazooie at least once a year, and and ukulele felt like exactly what I signed up for. So, like, uh, that's I fine. I love Banjo Kazooie. I don't. I, don't, I mean, right. nothing. Right. Nothing on the N sixty four aged well. So I don't think that that's really very fair. I think you can still make uh, an enjoyable they, platformer like that. Because I feel like when. When you stick so close to, like, a specific formula like that, you run the risk of ignoring quality of life improvements um, over, like, however many decades it's been since that game came out. But I think with Symphony of the Night, the way, like, people still play that game and still enjoy it for what it is, like, there was able to be Bloodstained, which didn't really change a whole lot, and still be, like, a good game that can be played today. Oh, well, plenty of people still play Banjo-Kazooie and enjoy it for what it is. I, I just feel like it's, le- like, less than. Like, especially, like, Banjo-Kazooie does not have, I don't know, I feel like it doesn't have the cachet of, like, the Metroidvania whole bit, but that's just my opinion. I don't know, dude, did you see the fucking hype when he got announced for Smash? <laughs> Yeah. So like I I think that I think that people love Banjo Kazooie just as much as they did and for whatever reason there was just some kind of weird dissonance that I just don't understand because yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out cuz like Because collectathon platformers always were a bit annoying, but you played them anyway and you loved them for what they were. So I I feel like to come back 20 years later and then to be like, "Oh yeah, they're a bit annoying." It's like, okay, but you all asked for it. I know I asked for it. I wanted it, and I got it, and I felt like it was exactly what it said on the tin. So it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I think that there's, like, a lot less of you out there that played ukulele and thought that it was good. And I I, I still think there's a space for making old-fashioned games. Like, I, I don't think it automatically needs to be a bad thing. Like no, you can, you can no, make something that is a bit it archaic. Back to that, age, yeah, yeah, a bit archaic, a bit, bit old fashioned, but it still plays well, ran well, controls were good, the levels mm-hmm. were interesting looking. I liked the character design. You know, it, it's not Banjo Kazooie. It's not as immediately iconic as Banjo Kazooie was, but that that's just because it was a different time. We were all much mm-hmm. more impressionable when Banjo Kazooie came out. <laughs> And uh, tell me this, because I've never played ukulele, but did it was it as charming as Banjo Kazooie was? Because that's a big part of it too. Like the like. Well, here's the thing the with world. that. I don't know. I, I don't think that's a question I can answer because, like I just said, I was very impressionable when Banjo Kazooie came out. So I remember like every little detail about that game. Mm-hmm. But I'm much older now, and it's really hard for me to say if it is as charming. Because I'll never be able to have an apples to apples comparison on that, I don't think. And, I, and I'm not sure, again, I'm not sure it's really fair to make that comparison. Because I don't think anybody can. I don't think anybody out here could say definitively, like, oh, this is more charming or less charming. 
Sure. No, it's if just that a makes thought sense. experiment. No, it's I like, know. I'm not trying to shoot you I'm, down. I'm just saying yeah, that, yeah. like, yeah, I, I, I just don't think it's uh, worth it. Because I'm, I'm always in the camp of, like, even if you want to make, like, something that harkens back to another time, like, you can do an homage while still, like, having quality of life and not being, like, so exacting that you copy the uh, the limitations of that era. Yeah, and I think there can be both. I like both. Sure. I like the idea of making something that plays a new idea that mm-hmm. exists in a kind of time, like a time warp kind of thing, where it's like, this is a game that would have come out in 1998, but it is out now. Versus, yeah. which is exactly what Bloodstained is. There's nothing about it that is like less cryptic or more easy to understand than Symphony Night other than it having some like little details like putting chests on the map and the item descriptions are a little clearer but even still mm-hmm. in in bloodstains there's like a bunch of items that just say this I, this mask is a legendary mask created by the gods and that's it doesn't tell you what it does no nope, or... you have to put it on and figure it out so like mm. it's still got plenty of that shit which is I think a big part of the charm of why Symphony of Night stands out over other future Metroidvanias is that it's just it's just like one big non sequitur. Like everything about it is really weird. So I think that's a big part of it, and I think that's a big part of how Iga makes his games that makes them interesting compared to other ones. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. This is a, this yeah. is a, a very big discussion that, frankly, I do not care enough, and I'm not equipped to really. Uh, See to its full conclusion. So let's do something I am equipped for and read some <laughs> comics and funny voices because I definitely can do that. Yeah, I'm equipped to do that and not like ponder these like difficult to parse questions. All I like, can say is the things I like and the things I don't like, and sure. that's as far as I can go. That's all anyone can ask. I can try to play, you know, smart, smart man, but. Uh, I, I always fizzle out of it after a while. <laughs> anyway, where we last left off in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Stone Ocean, uh, our, our friend Poochie is still having some trouble adjusting to his new existence as yep. the, demi, the demigod. The, the once and future king. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jolien and crew also escape from the prison, so we are officially outside the prison and we're gonna see the aftermath of that it also get uh introduced to some new characters right here in the twilight of this arc which is a bit jarring but it does lead to some good shit so let's get mm-hmm. right into it with bohemian <laughs> god damn it oh my god. bohemian rhapsody part one route one north florida <laughs> it's Where pouring rain as it's, florida does it's pouring rain an old man trips outside of Publix and drops a can of peaches. And who's there to pick it up for him? Uh, you want to be this old man? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that picks him up. So. Wait, who? You don't know who's picking him oh, up? Oh, it's... Uh, it yeah. One second. <laughs> trips, drops a can of peaches. Oh, thank you. I'm fine. Sorry for startling you. I just slipped. How embarrassing. Oh, it's nothing serious. It's just the rain. Whenever it rains, the knee that I hurt when I was in carpentry starts to twinge. Oh, oh, I'm fine. When it rains, 
Your knee hurts. Mm, that's right. Nothing new. Thank you for your kindness. And then and here's Weather Report being a creep. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, that was Weather Report doing all mm-hmm. that. Um, and here's Anasui. Anasui's right here. I guess this is a flashback. Yeah, or they flash forward because we. Oh never wait, saw them. no, they're just in this public bathroom that they're. Yeah, they okay. they have left the prison. They okay. decided to just leave because <laughs> we don't see that. Because it really wouldn't be interesting. Because I'm imagining now any stand users in the prison are just fleeing. <laughs> because <laughs> Mew the Mew only thing stopping them is now dead. Gone. Yeah. Like pulp. Yeah. So it turns out that's all that was keeping all of these stand users inside this prison. Uh, that's what they made it out to be. That like <laughs> yeah. jailhouse lock was literally the one thing. <laughs> I mean, I guess if your stand's not good enough to stop bullets, you might have a little bit of trouble. Like, if you you have an oddly specific stand, you might not be able to do anything with it. But if they all team up, that's it. Yeah, you got a a stand power breakout. Anyway. Don't do shit that will make us stand out, Weather. We're fugitives, remember? He's going to remember your face and report us. The cop cars are patrolling the place. We got to get a car and get out of here quickly. Whether, uh, <laughs> whether's trying to figure out how an automatic sync works. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to read this doing? sentence. <laughs> Did you Did... paint over the prison number on your back? I want to wash my hands, but this faucet doesn't even have a spigot. I'm looking for it. That's the kind of sink that has it, Weather. We didn't have that in prison, but... Sprazing. Out here, we've been using sinks like that for 20 or 30 years. We get another zoom in on his star-shaped birthmark. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't remember what you are, really? I noticed that green baby had that same star-shaped birthmark that you have. Apparently, Jolene's father has that mark, too. Wash his hands. If you don't remember, then just think about it. Why were you at Green Dolphin? White Snake? No, the priest. Why would he have just taken your memory and let you live? All I could say is that he's my enemy. To find out the true reason, I'll have to hunt him down and defeat him. But before that, we have to get out of here. But as he said, there are cop cars all over the place. Literally. (laughs) Cop cars, helicopters. There are helicopters, too. It must be the FBI. They probably have machine guns. Shit. Of course they'd have machine guns. That's, That's why... why I, uh, that, this is answer. Okay. That's why I told you we should have stolen a car earlier. Come on. We shouldn't steal a car. They'd know which one we took, so they'll always be on our tail. It'll be impossible to chase the priest. I'm talking about what's going on right here, right now. So you want to take the bus or something? When's the next one? You want to wait for the bus to come at the bus stop? No, are you two waiting for the bus? Old man's back. <laughs> turn, turn. What is? What does this guy think of these like escaped like fashionistas? <laughs> he's so old. He, he he probably can't even understand what's happening. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is what the kids are wearing. This these is the days. old guy from Up, but like yeah. fucked up. <laughs> I hate how his head looks. 
I feel very good right now. It's like the pain in my knee is gone. I feel so good. There's even a light shining through the clouds. Anasui looks up, and of course there's a perfect circle in the rain clouds just uh, on this old man. And this old guy strikes a fucking pose. Uh, (laughs) He strikes a pose. Yeah. Milk. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looks back at weather stone face i'm not in pain at all i feel so good right now maybe it's because you were so kind to me where are you two going if you're waiting for the bus it won't come for another hour how about i give you a ride on my truck you can get off wherever you two will have to ride in the back though oh feels so good and weather report the stand is behind weather report the person looking fresh as hell Uh uh-huh so so weather report is controlling the weather right now and he made the sun mm. he made the rain stop around the old man so his yeah. knees wouldn't hurt weather powers are broken <laughs> like, yeah any series there's there's there a reason powers. that it's taken this long to get an ability like this you think time control powers are broken this they got nothing got on this nothing on weather <laughs> yeah weather report we're lucky let's take the offer anasui and they're in this the back of this guy's truck because they see the cops close in on the bathroom that they were at. Um, and they're just chilling. Jolene. How is she getting around right now? She's safe, right? Jolene is going north. I can sense that much. North. We just have to head north. Remember, people with the Joestar birthmark can sense other people with Joestar birthmark. Yeah. That, that piece of lore drudgery has been established. Fine. And behind Anasui, uh, we see some magazines and some comics. You wanna you wanna talk about what we see in uh, in this box? <laughs> oh, you know, a magazine about Florida theme parks. Uh, we got a Japanese Pinocchio back there too. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> does that say Orlando? Yep, it does say Orlando. <laughs> Yep, you got Universal and SeaWorld, and oh, they're driving right by the Magic Kingdom Park. So that's oh, I it, love the Magic Kingdom Park. It finally <laughs> happened, ladies and gentlemen. The JoJo team has gone to Disney World. They're at Disney World. <laughs> I'm trying to read what the top line of this, whatever this vacation magazine says, but what whatever. So, the Disney place is up north. You even been there? Or do you not remember? The Disney World Resort. They planted thousands of trees in the wetlands and made an artificial lake to create it. it took about 15,000 people to do it. The place is supposed to be twice the size of Manhattan, roughly the size of Rome. I've never been to either of those places, though. It, did Araki go to Disney World? And was just like, I gotta put some of this in here. Gotta I mean, I wouldn't be surprised here. if he went to Disney World and that inspired him to set this whole gimmick in Florida. Just uh, just so he could have a bit in Disney World. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of tracks with the way he does things. Especially uh, since how much more fun he seemed to have had with this whole Bohemian Rhapsody bit compared to other stand fights in this arc. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody is him flexing. And Anasui cracks open this magazine. And there's a weird gap missing on the front page. Like some kind of moon, like some character there. And he opens it, and it's happy 90th year birthday for something. Oh my and god, the next panel, the next panel. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, weather. 
What a crappy guidebook. None of the characters are on it. I want to see the Disney characters, goddammit. Where the fuck is Mickey? <laughs> there it is. The best panel in all of part six, ladies and gentlemen. Where the fuck is Mickey? Where is he? Can't call this a guidebook if there's no Mickey. Maybe this idiot couldn't get permission to put the characters in his guidebook. They're oh passing, my god, uh, MGM Studios. This is this is older than God. <laughs> yeah, what what did MGM Studios turn into? It's they just changed it to Hollywood Studios. Like they ended their deal with the MGM. But oh, for okay. most of my life it was MGM Studios, so it was always weird. But this just gotcha. dates this dates the shit out of this. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> hey, do you see that sign just now? Fuck's sake, if there's no Mickey, this shit ain't Disney. <laughs> God bless Anna, Anna Sui. Sui would love Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you, you think Anna Sui was just whiling his way in prison just thinking of, like, watching Disney movies? Yeah. Like This the, shit like, ain't em- Disney! Emporio has, like, a, a, like, Cinderella and Snow White and stuff, like, in the ghost room, and he just, like, whenever he's bored, he just has it on. He, yeah. he memorized it. Um, something's in the truck with them, and Anasui catches a glimpse of a weird, weird rodent-like tail of something. Reaches back. Hey, there's something back here. They tear apart, like, the boxes in the back, trying to get at what's there. Is it an enemy? Keeps dashing around. Ooh. Oh, this is a cool panel, actually. Because this is still... Is this still happening in the back of the truck? Yeah. <laughs> Diver down. Oh, you, you see this JoJo reference here? That definitely has jorts on it. What? what? Next to Diver Down's left knee. Oh my god. Yeah, that's definitely jorts, right? Oh, it says JoJo on it, so yeah. That's yeah, and it has like a cutout character that had a big hat. Can you imagine if, if Jotaro showed up in this as a comic book character? That, uh, that would be terrifying. too meta, even for a Rocky. Terrifying. I got it. And Asui, there's more than one of them. Well, I got this one. And here's this horrible Eldritch abomination. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is this thing? It's Pinocchio. It's Pinocchio, because it's he's holding terrifying Pinocchio. Yeah, so above. we have to talk about this this horrifying creature. So the first thing I hate about it is that it has toes. So like it has like the bottom of a shoe fused to its But foot. also toes. But it has toes. It also has hair and Yeah, it has hair boggles. and like drool on its mouth. Like, oh god, he really had a jaw like this, didn't he? <laughs> Uh huh. Body horror. Let's go. All right. That's what Ian Rhapsody Part One. So it only gets crazier from here. Let's keep it moving. Be on the alert, weather report. The user has to be around here somewhere. Like you can sense where Jolene is going. Ever since the priest got his hands on the green child, he can sense where we're going too, and he's sending people against us, strangling this Pinocchio homunculus. <laughs> Old guy's still chilling. He's just driving his truck. Yep. The possibility of this old man being a stand user is zero. There's no reason for him to have gone through all the trouble to approach us. He could have easily attacked us while in hiding. Who the hell are you? Goes to annihilate this Pinocchio. Alright, here we go. Uh, Do it. 
You shouldn't do that. You should not hit me. Children all around the world will be sad. Oh, God. <laughs> what? God oh, can't breathe. Please stop that. This looks like it can talk. There was one more of you on this truck, wasn't there? Are you two working together? No, I'm alone. Oh, Wham. God. His wooden nose extends because he lies, and it patches Edisui right in the face. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, I was wrong. I didn't mean to do that, I promise. Oh, no, what should it do? You... Whenever I lie, it grows longer. Oh, my nose just grows on its own. It's like a reflex. I I just told a lie, so... But, <laughs> I like how he just straight up admits that he lied to him. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but what I said isn't a complete lie. I mean, it's not like I'm working with someone, but that doesn't mean I'm alone. So, yeah. When you say another one, do you mean Mickey? It looks like he already got off this truck and went somewhere else. See? Look, look, it's not a lie. My nose is going back to normal. What the hell is this thing? What the fuck do you mean by Mickey? What Mickey are you talking about? Is that the user's name? <laughs> You're the one that's not making any sense. Mickey is Mickey. And what do you mean by user? I don't know about that. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Shaking this puppet. <laughs> Please, no more violence. But I think I'm a pretty good guy. I'm definitely nice to the children. I was probably your friend too when you were young. It's weird saying this about myself. Oh yeah, speaking of friends, Mickey's not here anymore oh, because be I think the... Oh no. <laughs> because I think those seven are still here. I just saw three out of the seven. See, there's the half-eaten apple. And under this half-eaten apple, we see a bunch of feet... Scurry, scurry, scurry. Hey, Weather, what the fuck is up with these guys? Grabs the apple with Diver down. Oh. Oh, no. Here's these fucked up seven dwarves. Araki yeah. took the concept of a dwarf to the extreme here and made them these, like, horrifying miniature people. Yeah, malformed. <laughs> that apple isn't poisoned, you know. It's okay to eat it. The one Snow White ate was poison, though. She didn't actually eat it. She choked on it. She didn't actually digest it. Oh, thanks for the info. <laughs> but, you know, would you really eat something that a weird old granny gives you? We're really careful about Valentine's Day chocolates, too. It's because she was so careless, she, it makes us want to protect her. And out falls Snow White out of one of these boxes. Snow White's fucking corpse. <laughs> How many of these guys are on the truck? God damn it, there's a lot of them, Weather. Watch out. This, Holy... oh, what? It, it, it's this, this tableau. By the way, this is Pinocchio, in case you couldn't figure it out. They haven't outright cited it, but this, this is Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think they can. Who do you like? Who do you like best when you're a kid? Who's your favorite character? Not me. Back to the Seven Dwarfs. I'm a fan of the Terminator, specifically the T-2000 one. He's not on this truck, though. I like this guy and Chewbacca. You know, I'll always like Snow White the best. Fuck. <laughs> 
Oh, God. I don't want to read this one. <laughs> you, you can if you want. Jack, read it. I always read the bad yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, I know. I know. Hi ho! We know what they say about us, that we go into a sleeping girl's underwear and do dirty things to her. I've heard all those bad rumors, but we're innocent. We have a platonic relationship, right? Ho, ho, ho. Anasui, speechless, looks down at a copy of Snow White and a half-eaten apple and starts to lose his mind. (laughs) These guys, they're... I know them. I know these guys. They are, but what the hell? Reporting the special news, it is currently 1.30 p.m. Mickey Mouse has suddenly disappeared. (laughs) Can you imagine? Like, whoever the fuck on NBC is just breaking news, Mickey Mouse is gone. (laughs) Like... Oh, that got me really good. We have not discovered his whereabouts. He has suddenly left all of his posts all around the world. I repeat, Mickey Mouse has disappeared. Paintings and prints of him have also mysteriously faded, and we are currently investigating the cause of this phenomenon. We have also received reportings that similar things have been happening to Pinocchio and Snow White. Please, we urge you not to panic. Pass by a sign that says E.T. Well, because they're by Universal. (laughs) Oh, is there like an E.T. experience thing? Yeah. Yeah, E.T. is gone on it. Hey, weather, so that's what's going on? They've come out of the books? But why would they? Weather is reading Snow White and eating the apple. Munch, munch, munch. Munch, munch, munch. (laughs) Hey, who are you a fan of? Oh, this is Pinocchio. This is Pinocchio. Hey, who are you a fan of? Me? I'm sorry, but I do not know you. Now go away before I kick the shit out of you. Hey, weather! Did you just take that from me? Stop eating it and stop reading, too. Hmm? Hmm? Seven dwarves again. You were the one who said he could eat it. You were the one who gave it to him, too. You also told him to read the book. Besides, it's not poison. Snow White just choked on it. What the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> Where are you, Atasui? Where did you go, Atasui? <laughs> Weather report has gone blind. This is just absolute chaos. <laughs> oh, yeah, on the back of this truck. Hey, old man, stop the truck. What? 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 Huh? The... <laughs> This is bad! Ugh, jeez, this is terrible, everyone! What happened? What is it, Weather? Stop the truck, old man! Stop it! And everyone peers over the side of the truck, and here's an existential nightmare. <laughs> Anasui is caught under the wheels of the truck. Uh, he is also looking down at himself, caught under the truck. Oh my god. What Weather, th- this... You've been separated. But anyway, who did you like the most? It was me, right? I thought so. Yep, this is Bohemian Rhapsody. Let's do this yep. part and we'll uh, wrap up. The person that's underneath the truck, should I help him? And how did he get there? Why is he underneath the truck and his face? That face! Diver down! 
diver down and goes to grab this other Anasui from under the truck. He he's stuck to something. I can't pull him up. He he's gonna get pulled under the tires if I don't do anything. Um Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> Weather, stop the truck. Make him stop the And we there's two old men now. Oh my god. I the the face that the one in the truck is looking back is horrifying. Um, one in the cab, one in the bed playing with the seven dwarves. They're driving right into a lamppost. It it can't be. Shit! I can't stop it in time. Oh, they just crash. They yep. just crash horribly. This wow. This is a really good car crash. <laughs> Bravo. Good thing we have an OP stand with us. Yeah, because Weather Report makes some airbags out of literal air. With Weather, weather Report. Report, I made an airbag. Fuck off. <laughs> Are you alright? How did you manage to fall from the truck? What's going on? Anasui again goes to strangle Pinocchio. Weather, ugh. Weather, can't you see me? Is that me there? Are you saying that I dragged myself under that truck? So, including that old man, did our bodies and our souls just split from each other? All the seven dwarves fucking around. Everyone alright? Oh! Where'd that Snow White go? Is she okay? She got thrown all the way over near that Burger King. Go rescue her! Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we fucking go. <laughs> Look, speaking of flying, do you know those guys? They're getting away, see? Over there. Hey, I know them. Well, I'm not, like, friends or anything with them, but they're Japanese, right? Cool designs, but they think they're so cool. So we what got... we see here is Mazinger Z, Astro Boy, and Gigantor all flying together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Answer me. Your ability is to separate people's souls from their bodies, right? How many of you are there? So, I just want to point out how fucky, fucky copyright law is that none of these Disney characters need copyright logos, but I guarantee you that these three copyrights under this panel are from Bazinger, Astro Boy, and Gigantor. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like So, like, how fucking weird is that? That all of these music references and now all of these literal Disney characters being name-dropped don't need copyrights. Because they're because not Japanese copyrights. I know that. I'm just saying. I, I, yeah, I know that, Jack. I'm just pointing out how fucky that is. No, that I, is. I know. It's it's stupid, and it's like, hey, if it's not Japanese, we don't gotta do shit. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but classic Japan. If it's not Japanese, I mean, he's also poking fun at that. The cool yeah. designs, but they think they're so cool. Also, like, Pinocchio has a pee under his nose. Yeah, he also has a dick. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. no! <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying, man. <sighs> After you. Oh, this is Pinocchio's up. Okay. I don't know. Really, I don't know anything. I'm just Pinocchio. 
but it shouldn't even matter. You can become a hero in the fantasy world too. It's a great place. You liked me as a kid, right? Your souls are separated because you wished it to happen. The world that everybody wants to go to someday. Bohemian Rhapsody is the song of freedom. Oh no. <laughs> Diver Down rips apart Pinocchio and it bleeds. <laughs> it bleeds. Well, I think it, that's oil because it looks robotic. I think it's supposed to be oil. It's robotic, but it also has like eye goo. It's <laughs> uh, it's biomechanical horror, which Araki has always had in his back pocket. Yeah. Shut up. Since you wouldn't answer my question, you were the one asking for it. What? What are you doing? What the hell did you just do? And Anasui wakes up back in his body. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. While Pinocchio is still screaming. <laughs> All the children of the world are on my side! Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm back again, Weather. Where are the dwarves? Where did they go? I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. Weather is speaking for all of us. That was a stand attack. I was separated from my body. My soul was still on the truck. Got it? I don't know why you weren't attacked, but it's got to have, it's got to have something to do with the fact that you don't know Snow White or Pinocchio. You can't remember anything before coming to prison. We need to find the dwarves and destroy them. No, that's not it, Anasui. We should defeat the user. If that was the stand attack, I don't know anything about this Pinocchio or the dwarves, but I don't think Pinocchio was the stand. The user and the ability is something else. They're just summoning these characters. I can sense the stand user and his ability somewhere not too far away. I don't know why, but just like I can sense Jolene, I can sense that this person is an enemy. Pinocchio was just a taste of his ability. The user is probably not even wounded. What the hell are you? Dunno. In any case, we have to go north. Jolene is heading up north. Let's get on the bus. And I just want to point out before we get to it that the reason that uh, Weather Report can sense them is a, is a very frustrating plot point for me. <laughs> for oh, reasons the- that we'll get to. <laughs> I mean, they're all connected in some, like, really stretchy ways at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, the, the reveal of why is frustrating to me in multiple ways. That That's one of the reasons, but we'll, we'll get to it. It's just part yeah. six being fucky as usual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, old man crawls out from the wreck. Wait. Wait. Hey, old man. There's red around your mouth. You hurt? Well, you're the one who got into that accident. We're gonna go now. See ya. <laughs> Thanks, Anasui. Oh, oh I, fuck! I remember what this is. Oh no! Wait, I can't hear you. I have a lot of hair in my ears. Come closer. And the old man's nails start to split, and he starts to get hair on his ears. Ugh. I'm telling you to wait a bit. People are going to start crowding soon, and they're going to call the police and an ambulance for you. Did you hurt your finger, too? Your nails chipped. That's not it. It's all the better to hug you and thank you for saving my life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to throw up. Your pants are ripped at the back and something's sticking out. This is just a feller duster. 
I'll dust your pants for you. They must have gotten dirty when you saved my life. The man's face starts to rip open along the sides of his you mouth. You want to know how I got these scars, Jack? Yeah, I turned into a weird dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you all right? The corner of your mouth reaches all the way to your ears. All the better to eat you with, Red Riding Hood. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And this man is half transformed into a horrifying wolf monster. His skin peels back, revealing fur. His mouth cracks open. Diver down! It doesn't happen because the wolf man just chomps down on Anasui's jugular. What? I I can't summon Diver down? This... Did I separate again? What Weather? Damn it, where's Weather? He's not here. I'm separated from my body again. Which one am I now? I can't summon Diver down, so I'm just the body. And... What? (laughs) What the fuck is going on, dude? (laughs) A a nightmare. Um... (laughs) So and then cut to from the bus that is dri- driving off. Diver down throws the head of the Wolfman back at this Anasui body. Hey, look, Weather! Can you hear me? That's me. I'm over there. We left me behind. Weather! Can't you hear me? Before I knew it, I was on the bus. I didn't realize that I've separated and I was unconsciously moving around. What is this stand trying to do? What is it planning? Stand name: Bohemian Rhapsody. Notice this little girl on the bus. <laughs> oh, that's, that's supposed to be catch. Little Red Riding Hood. It yeah. is Little Red Riding Hood. It's exactly Yeah. That. Okay, good. so that's a nice cliffhanger to leave off. But yeah, I hope you guys can appreciate that this is this is just an actual nightmare. Like, this is like JoJo at its... It's JoJo taken to its logical extreme, I feel. It's just everything is just going absolutely insane. Yeah, hey, this... Okay, here's a cut. Bohemian Rhapsody is kind of like Blue Lagoon, but way more fun. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, I... and just in terms of like the widespread effects and how it immediately ratches up the pace. Well, because of... it, it follows a similar format to most of like the like chase stand arcs. Like going back to Highway Star, you know, it's it's kind of similar to that, but it's it's way more extreme and ridiculous. Way like more high concept. Yeah, which you know I could say for a lot of Part Six, so fair enough. Yeah. Oh man, I'm flipping through this next chapter, and it's oh oh god. Yeah, no, it gets way worse. <laughs> it gets way worse. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Man, Van Gogh is here. Yeah, all right. No spoilers. We'll get yeah, to it. <laughs> we're, we're okay. We're done for right now. Um, <laughs> let's talk about another bizarre uh, chase sequence, for instance. The uh, yeah. I, I, oh my God. Okay. So there's the K- King of Kings. <laughs> no, this isn't King of Kings. This is uh, Requiem Gently Plays Part Two. Yeah, right? King of Kings is next week. Yep. Right, all right. right, right. So I'm br- I'm bringing up the episode so I can scrabble through it. Um, right off the bat, Rip Dapio. God. Oh yeah. So that happens real quick. Big F in the chat for Vinny Dobbs. <laughs> While he's waiting for the boss to call him. Yeah. 
I uh, still don't understand if we're going with the explanation that that uh, Diablo is indeed a split personality disorder. How there are two souls. I mean, yeah. I guess you could just say that it's all nonsense, anyways. So whatever, but but uh, still, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards more like King Crimson itself manifested as Diablo as like the dark parts of this boy's personality and yeah. kind of just like ran with it from there especially now that it's just King Crimson like basically being sentient like yeah doing things on its own with a personality like its personality is Diablo there is no separation there like it's like the stand itself created the split personality like like Vinny Dops like has this like powerful evil ass stand and it kind of manifested within himself in a weird way i don't know it, yeah. there's a lot of ways you could try to you could try to like i don't know find some logic in this nonsense but it, you don't it's need to yeah <laughs> yeah like you don't need to apply straight reason and logic to this you can just kind of go with the emotional thing they're trying to hit um which is like he had this darkness in him and it manifested into Diavolo, and Dapio, the quote-unquote host, is dying in the rain while he waits uh-huh. for his, like, favorite person in the world to call him. And he dies, alone yep. and forgotten. Dies Yikes. inside uh, Bucciolati's fucked-up corpse. Yeah. Thanks, Bucciolati. You, you had it. <laughs> you yep. did it. Um, we got the whole thing where Mista's gun breaks, and the that's a whole deal because like it looks like it was just mangled by some outside force yeah see here's the thing that always like weirded me out about this little this little part here is the fact that mista all of a sudden turns into this like very suspicious fucking asshole out of nowhere even though you know we had that whole scene where mista's like i trust you giorno you're like god's gift to mankind blah 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 blah. and now it's a a little a little bit of a leap yeah a little but bit. also like everyone's like really scared and <laughs> confused I, I yeah no I, i'm not gonna say it's like a plot hole or anything anyone was who cares but still it's just worth pointing out that mystic kind of like goes fucking postal for a minute and he's like i don't trust any of you you're no. the evil twin i'm gonna kick my own ass yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this episode is Diablo Surfaces, sorry. Yeah. And then the David Cronenberg shit starts to happen, which uh-huh. I always thought was a weird element to this whole thing. Yeah, it just kind of comes know. out of nowhere and doesn't really amount to anything other than Iraqi getting to draw some body horror. Which, which fair he does enough. like to do. Because yeah. people start sprouting weird appendages, like fur, claw, extra eyes, like new hands. All sorts of stuff. Weird shit that kind of doesn't get anywhere. Well, if that ain't, if that ain't part five, I don't know what is. So I mean, it, it's yeah. part of, it's part of the experience. Jorno um, figures out by turning uh, the piece of the gun into a mole and backtracing it that uh, the gun was actually like broken by an outside force that it wasn't metal fatigue. And they're like, "Oh, King Crimson's here, guys! King uh, King Crimson's in one of us." Yep. And Jorno's like, hey, Mista, it's it's you. It's you. You're in Trish's body. Um, and Mista's like, no, 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 it can't be me. No, come on. I'm. You know me. You know me. Um, and they're all, because they realize, like, we don't really need to chase after Silverchair Requiem. It's walking. 
We, yeah, that's the thing about Requiem is that he's not going anywhere quick because he doesn't need to because you can't do anything to him. Yeah. Uh, Jorno does the blood trick walking towards uh, Mista in Trish's body dripping his, dripping his bloods and suddenly it skips and we see King Crimson pop out at uh, Mista in Trish and slice off Jorno's arm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but... But not actually coming out of Mista in Trish. It's coming from Trish in Mista. Because that's, that's where Trish actually is. Because Diavolo was able to kind of just like hide in her soul. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they're connected, of course. Yeah, they're connected. That, that's fine. The, the links of family have always been a uh, thing in JoJo. Yeah. Um, big fan of Bucalati telling Mista to fire like over and over and over and it's like i've i already did <laughs> it didn't work <laughs> and we see all the final destination shit that happens while diavolo is hijacking uh mrs actual body some flashbacks to like whole horse doing his bullet stuff here i i just thought of that um and then i forget how this was shown in the manga, but it's way better here, like, showing the weird, oh, I'm projecting a sun behind my head thing for Silver Oh, Charity. yeah, they try to explain that a little better in the anime, where it's like, okay, so the shadow, it, the, the I, I don't know if it's everybody has a little sun behind them, or it's just the person that is near Silver Chariot, but, like, if you, so as it goes on, if you destroy the sun, you destroy Silver Chariot. So. Yeah, he's he just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and the next part is a little bit Looney Tunes, watching yeah. it in motion. Because Jorno yeah. puts his arm back. King Crimson is holding the arrow. And Jorno snaps his fingers, and all of the blood on King Crimson's hand turns into termites and eats the wood of the stand arrow so it falls to the ground. Is this where we get the pose? The pose? It happened at some point in this episode. Which, which one? The one of Jorno, like, standing with his arm on his hip, like, kind of hunched to the side, you know, like, the pose. Uh, shit. Maybe at the end here? Because, like, they keep dicking around with the arrowhead like shooting it uh trish shot a couple bullets at, or trish in mista used uh spicy lady to rubber fi some of these bullets that stops king crimson from grabbing the arrow it's a whole thing mm-hmm. it's it's fine and tosses the arrow to giorno to trish and i don't think that pose happens here or did you it see happen- it? It happens at some point. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to open it up and look for it. But oh, he's okay. like standing there. It's like almost kind of similar to the pose that he has with Gold Experience Requiem, but he's not there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it might be in like a, a quick cut that I missed. But yeah. yeah, and then it sets up for the last normal episode ne- next week. Because if you didn't yeah. hear, we're getting an hour special on the 28th. That's Some, the Sunday? Yeah. The Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, because apparently they've run out of time slots because the season is technically over. But yeah, so, but they're going to wrap this bitch up with an hour-long special on a Sunday slot, which which is good. I'd rather they do that than try to rush it. So good on them. remember, for... te- this is episode – next episode is 37, but technically it's, it's 39 because we had three recap episodes. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So counted. it's gonna be it's gonna be thirty nine real episodes when all is said and done, but it actually ends up being forty two total because of the recaps. technically, yeah, yeah. Like, so I wonder if they did this so th- so they could build in these extra weeks to like really polish the the last special. Like if hey, they plan this from the it. start. No, yeah, totally. Because yeah. if anyone's not familiar with the thing that happens at the end. Oh, well, after the end of part five, it's it's very interesting. Like, if you haven't listened to us talk about Rolling Stone back when we were doing the uh, the Vento Oreo read through, like it's capital I interesting. Yeah, because I don't think another JoJo part really does anything like that. It definitely recontextualizes a lot of what happens in part five for sh- for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a kind of love it or hate it. So once we get there. I mean, we're, we'll talk about it when it's all said and done, but we'd like to hear from you guys about what you think about Rolling Stone. Yeah, because there. there's definitely going to be people who have only experienced this story through the anime and yeah. only have, like, the context that the anime gives it. They don't they have, like, years and years to stew on it like we have. So, so yeah, they're gonna get a, we're going to get a knee-jerk reaction about it, and that's going to be yep. fun. Yeah, because we certainly didn't have an easier reaction when the manga came out because we didn't know what the fuck was going on back then. So yeah. But that'll that'll wrap us up this week because yeah. next week we'll finish Bohemian Rhapsody and get moving on the rest of what Part Six is because there's still a bunch left. Yeah, <laughs> still, we'll we'll keep barreling left. through this and try to keep the uh, philosophical game design talk to a minimum. <laughs> hey, we we got in the weeds a little bit, but it was fun. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it, but. Thank you for joining us for another fine episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. Jack, why don't you lead them through the journey of how to find us? Oh, absolutely. You can always find us on our home base, the SoundCloud. Um, You can get us wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, all the rest of them. Anything with an RSS feed, because you can find all of our links in the subreddit posts I make to r slash Starters Crusaders. Got the links to the episodes, got the links to our Twitter, at JoJo underscore cast, where you can find everything that we do. Thank you, everybody, and we will catch you next week. Later, guys. Take care. Bye. We'll be right back.